Welcome to Mad Toast Live, recorded in front of a live audience. We're at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, right down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. We're your hosts. I'm Mary Gaines, and this is Chris Wagoner. For better or worse. Thank you for coming tonight. We're very excited to be here with our good friend, Mr. L.J. Booth. Federal Express man was down on the driveway Out of his step van Cursing your name it Wasn't the first time you changed his sad mirror Into a mirrorless frame And though I know you are guilty of nothing Except for a strong will to live in life, you throw your seeds on the wind like a thistle. Good night, boxer. Sat down in town at the bar full of elbows And a man from the county told me the time and again When you tried to cut one like the heads of the hydra They grow back in the power of ten And though I know you are guilty nothing Except for a strong will to live in the light You threw your seeds on the wind Like a vessel, good night, box good night And that man told me that from your tree They formed the cross on Calvary when the people cry, crucify, and Pilate, he washed his hands. Cloud of blue smoke will rise in the morning. The engine will sputter, the chain it will spin. But here at my window tonight, it is quiet. Set for your leaves in the wind And though I know you are guilty Nothing except for a strong will To live in the light You throw your seeds on the wind Like a thistle Good night, boxer Good night Hey, thanks for coming. You're welcome. It's glad, I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Coming back, you were, uh, you were one of our f very early guests on Mad, on Mad Toast Live when we were in the other room, and we were not really the official podcast, yeah. the huge international show that we are now. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. So, welcome it, back. All those trappings that come with fame. It's, uh, I know. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's yeah. exhausting. Yeah. We have to deal with it every day. Yes, we do. That's right. <laughs> So you've been on the road some. We've, it's been a while since we've seen you personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, we saw a lot of each other while we were doing that recording. Yeah. Maybe too much. What do you I, think? I think, yeah, we got very, yeah. Got, <laughs> it was bitter. It was bitter. No, uh, but, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you guys then went on, off to record with Carrie and, and other yeah. people uh, since then. So, uh, and I really have stayed home and been kind of the music businessman, you know, putting together the website and all the stuff that gets, goes into touring and hopefully being a lot more responsible on the, on the business end. But I just got back from... Uh, taking two weeks out to play. There's this place, uh, the, we call it the Nebraska Triangle. These three great gigs in Nebraska. They're awesome. They're great. And, uh, and then I went to uh, the Front Range and, and, and spent a weekend there and did a little songwriting in between. So it's, it, it was a great time. And I haven't been out touring much in the last three or four years. And I was like, am I going to hate it now? Am I... And I'm not going to like the driver. And I'm going to go, like, why did I think I wanted to go back to this? But it was actually, I think the biggest thing is there's a big community out there of people mm-hmm. that you know from touring, you know, that I know out there. And I got to see a lot of folks and had some great shows. It was great fun. Yeah, so the, the, the Nebraska Triangle, that's a new one. I have to remember that. So vans are disappearing. What's that? Vans are disappearing out well, there in the Nebraska Triangle. You gotta, and, and folk singers are disappearing, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. you got to watch That's that. true. No, there's a, there's a great gig in Hastings, Nebraska. Yeah. Great gig in Holdridge, Loomis, Nebraska. Uh, great one down in McCook at the Beer Rock Cafe. Cool. And so these guys tend to book in tandem. If you're coming through and doing yeah. one, the other guys say, okay. <laughs> so you do a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. or whatever, and uh, so uh, it's, you never have to drive all the way across Nebraska. Right. Which are, are, are any of those house concerts, or are those all like venue, traditional um, venues? All three of those are venues that um, are held at, uh, you know, that's the fun thing about this biz, is the um, Hastings gig is held at the Knights of Pythias Hall. The Knights Pythias. of Pythias. Pythias. And you yeah. walk up the stairs, you see the previous presidents of the Knights of Pythias, and they're all, they have their own you know, outfits. Yeah. It's kind of like the Moose or the Lions or the Knights of Pythias. Right. And so you know, this is a very unique hall, which uh, accommodates a folk concert really well. In Loomis, I played at a place called The Balcony, which is kind of like a bar made out of um, plywood. Okay. And, and, and those white Christmas lights that they put all around, yeah. it was all chipboard plywood and a great venue. I mean, you know, you walk into each place and you go, how is this going to work? And then yeah. 150, 200 uh, people show up and it's great fun no matter where it is. So, cool. uh, yeah, and the, the other one's at a cafe in McCook. So mm-hmm. you don't know what you're going to walk into in this, in this business. That's right, you yeah. don't. But it's, you're going to know you walk into people who put on music for their, for their own community that are very willful and say, you know, heck with it. We're going to do yeah. our own concerts. And yeah. So. And it's funny how it, it, this often happens in smaller communities, almost more so than, uh, than larger cities, other than maybe smaller neighborhood communities within large cities, like larger cities, it happens here. But like right. Amherst, for instance, you're from, sure. you live in Amherst and... Sure. Yeah, there's the assumption that everything yeah. happens in the city, but in the, in the folk world, it's just the opposite. It's the inverse, yeah. uh, where some of the best gigs are in rural areas, where people need entertainment, and there aren't a lot of options. And uh, I mean, if you come through Amherst, Wisconsin, and you play on January 17th, it's a packed house. Yeah. You know, no matter if you juggle fish, people are going to come out, they want to get out of the house. <laughs> I'd go see fish juggling. Oh, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> hey, LJ, what, what CD was uh, uh, Box Elder on originally, the first CD? It was on uh, the, the, um, the Ox That Pulls the Cart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you know, the crazy thing about it is, is that I wrote the song the day before we recorded it, up north, way up north, and I drove down, we recorded it, and then I got on a plane, and we fl- flew to Boston, yeah. and Jennifer Kimball sang harmonies on it two days later, and there it was, it was a song. And so, I mean, it was really fun, because I, um, you know, I, it's kind of a rare song uh, in some ways, um, you know. And, uh, but I never really got a chance to sing it and get comfortable with it and really learn it's, you know, you get to know a song a little bit. So when we did this live album, this new one, uh, I thought, well, let's, you know, what the heck, let's try this. And, and it was really fun because I was just definitely in a more of a pocket of singing it and uh, more familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you still have that tree? Do I still have the tree? Yeah. You know, uh, the story is true. Yeah. The chain did spin. And the, and the, oh. and the tree went down. But, you know, um, 
It was you know, down there at the, right on the curve of my driveway. And, but if you look downwind from that tree, you see all these other trees coming up. Downwind? Uh, well, you know, where the <laughs> sure, seeds the go. Seeds. Went, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah, they replicate very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you can see these different generations of beyond that. So, and there's, there's plenty of box yeah. elder trees down there. <laughs> Just laughing at you. Farmers would be cussing yeah. if they were down there and saw those. That damn booth guy, he thought he was doing a favor. <laughs> he lets them grow free. Leave well enough alone next time, <laughs> booth. Lock him up. Why did he only cut one? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Should we do one? Sure, let's All right. Came back from a little trip to the Nebraska Triangle in Colorado to it, playing in Fort Collins, and I drove back across Nebraska into Iowa. And about the time I needed to sleep, out there I was in Des Moines. Stopped at the Motel Six, put my guitar by the bed now, by the bed now. And I washed a little tube Cause I ain't got one at home And I wanna know what the latest commercial is And I think I'm not back on the road You know I'll go Anywhere That the music takes me to You know I'll go Anywhere That the music takes me so there I am watching the TV in a Motel 6. No, it was a Super 8, if I remember right. And I happened to turn on C-SPAN. And there's our congressman voting in the health care bill that night. And they were fighting on the floor. They were fighting like eighth graders. Oh, like eighth graders. And I'm thinking to myself, I have never watched our Congress and I'm a little bit surprised They're acting like they do, yeah No, I'll go anywhere That the music takes me to You know, I'll go anywhere That the music takes me He's never afraid to pick up that electric mandolin and see what that thing can say. I like him so much because he's not afraid to hit his wah-wah pedal almost every day. Yeah. Ooh, I can't hear it yet. Come on, Chris, man. Come on, Chris, man. There it is. A little wall, a little wall, a little wall. Yeah. I really didn't know sometimes. <laughs> Elder, you always do you always make up a tune at uh, at shows? I like to, yeah. Yeah. Kind of gets the gets the mojo going. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know when you get up and play in front of folks, you usually get a little bit of adrenaline, and uh, if you play a bunch of slow ballads, and that doesn't really mix with adrenaline. 
Got to burn a little bit up and uh, hopefully, um, yeah, yeah, put that put that fuel to use. I, I, not, I know when I go, I started when I went to play some of these big festivals and there was this big crowd out there and I'd be, I'd have so much energy and I'd i walk up there. I used to get up and okay, play some. L.J. Booth ballad, and it didn't work, you know, it didn't mix. And finally one time up at Kerrville, I got up there and I just, I was so driven, I just got up there and started playing some chords and I started singing. <laughs> and uh, next thing I know, the song worked really more than I ever thought it could. So it's like, trust that adrenaline, just get up yeah. there and run the ticker tape and see what happens, and yeah. so, it's fun. What is that thing? This is called a strum stick. Okay. Just thought we'd warn the uh -huh. people out in Podville, you know. What's that? Thought we'd just warn the people out in Podville. The Podville, a, that they're going to hear something a, a little bit yeah. different. Yeah. This one is actually built to me, built to me, built for me by a guy named Kurt Landor, who lives up in, uh, I guess, closest to St. Germain, Wisconsin. And uh, he saw that I'd come, uh, there's a guy out east that makes him, uh, it's kind of a, a factory edition of the strum stick, and I had one of those, and I stayed at his house, and next time I came back, he said, you know, I saw that strum stick, and so I thought I'd built one. And he built me one, and then I came back six months later, he built another one. <laughs> he was perfecting his design. He says, take this with you and see what you think about that. I love this thing. So, uh, it's tuned like a, it's a fretted like a dulcimer. And it's really like a, playing a dulcimer like a guitar. You want to hear one off this one? Yeah. Okay. This one's called Hills of Morning. And I wrote it um, about my road, which is County Q in Scandinavia. If you run out my driveway and you come to the road, then you take a right. You go around that big curve there around the, the cornfield and you come over to Peterson Creek and you come to a little pine plantation and a mixture of woodlots and farm lots and just beautiful and you'll probably run for 40 minutes and not see a car and you're probably going to see a couple pairs of uh, sandhill cranes and maybe you'll catch a if you're lucky you'll catch a mink along the creek it's a really beautiful uh, run and so I, I wrote this song mostly on my neighbor's mailboxes while I was running that road Rising without warning 
that a wandering life was meant to fly across the hills of the morning, across the hills of the morning. When the days are getting shorter And the tamaracks are gold The grapes only get sweeter As the evenings get more cold From the root up to the fruit is a long and winding line One morning you will wake up And find that you're entwined It only gets stronger As each leap unfolds The more that you're fighting The tighter it holds it's a wild way of It's a wild way of The more that you fight it, the tighter it holds. It's a wild way That was a really fun song to record. We recorded it several <laughs> times, actually. I think a couple different live shows. The one at Macmillan Public Library right, in yeah. uh, Rapids, Wisconsin Rapids, wasn't it? Right. Well, and the first time we tried it was the the evening after I wrote the lyrics in the morning, and <laughs> I had the lyrics set on a sheet, and uh, we didn't get very close to it that time. No. You know. But, little, the, yeah. but we had a little bit more time with a couple more practices, and then we got to Macmillan, and you could hear it coming together. It's like, yeah. oh, yeah. We had a rehearsal with uh, John Gibson on bass and Matt Bookman on um, keys and uh, Danny Lewick on drums, yeah. where the, that whole new part of the song came in, and it's like, oh, 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 this is so cool. So, uh, well, yeah, we didn't quite get it at Macmillan. We were closer. 
but something about having those couple takes at home and, and having a little bit of time with it made, yeah. the, made the song come together. That was, that was like, to, to do that in the house with all of us set up with the whole band setting was all way over the fun. House. That yeah. was fun. You got to picture this. Well, lj has got this beautiful house. It's out in the country. I won't tell you where it is exactly, but <laughs> it's out in the country. So this winding driveway, and uh, you built the house yourself. Well, yeah, um, nah, yeah. And uh, it, um, but anyway, so we're all set up all over the house. LJ's beautiful grand piano is down and right as you walk in the front door, and we're all spread out. Uh, the, the drummers and keyboard like the players. The drummer and, and the bass player are upstairs, upstairs, and Chris and I are downstairs. <laughs> so they're they're with cables com- cascading down the stairs, and Tom, yeah. Mr. Tom Blaine, is up recording. It's, I think he's up scene. in what's now your bathroom. Is that right? <laughs> he was in my office. Your in office, office. Yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 Very, very fun. Yeah, that, I, I have to say that that recording experience with doing it without any tracking was way fun. And I, yeah. it's hard to me imagine going back to, to cutting tracks again. Doing it live or everyone's set up is, it, logistically, it's more difficult. But about yeah. the song, I liked it. I liked it Yeah, lot. run it a few times and, uh, yeah. 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 But that, and that, that, the Road That Leads Me Home is the name of this live, the, the Essential Little Live CD. That's for sale here tonight, and also you can go to ljbooth.com, and uh, you can check out schedule and buy stuff. Buy stuff. There was also a really cool thing about the recording that your father came and sang. Uh, Right, yeah, he was uh, 88. Yep. Came up from Austin and uh, sang both nights, and uh, we got a... Um, a good recording of him the second night, and uh, yeah, he made it on to the bonus track for the album, which was uh, was really quite special. Yeah. yeah, it was neat to meet him. It was cool to see him up there, really getting his yayas out too, because <laughs> he, he kind of didn't want to leave the stage because <laughs> he was enjoying himself so much. Yeah, yeah he didn't want to He didn't want to sit down, did he? Is yeah. that where you get the entertainer side of you? I mean, he With did that, sing, He sang a lot, right? Oh yeah, he, he, you know, he's just a major joker, and uh, he sang all the time, and very, you know, um, he was an engineer, and I think this was his balancing act on the other side of the engineering to keep him sane. Was he sing a lot, and he was a major practical joker. Yeah, and. Uh, so, uh, right. And, you know, he'd never, ever sang in front of people, uh, you know, other than family. You know, he'd never done a formal performance before. Wow, I didn't and know he, that. he wrote me an email like a year before the show, and he said, Hey, LJ, how come you've never got me up to sing at any of your shows? And I was like, Is that a joke? Is he pulling my leg, or is he serious? And yeah. so I called him right up, and I said, Hey, you know, I got a, a show at home with these two shows in Rowan, and what do you yeah. think? He says, I'll come. So he'd call me every you know month, month and a half, and say, "Hey, what about this song? Two little children." And he'd sing me the whole song, you know. Yeah. I go, "Well, that'd be great." And he'd call me back a week later. I thought of another song that would be great. <laughs> so he got very excited about yeah. it, and uh, that's all he was talking about for that for that yeah. time up into that concert. So it was it was great that he made it. Yeah. Should we try another one? Let's do off that album. Alrighty, if we have to. <laughs> that let's was do, fun. Let's do Light of the Pearl. Okay. okay. This song was uh, originally slated to be a, uh, called Nelsonville Serenade, but uh, I don't know what happened. Mm. Are we ready? I think so, almost. Nelsonville's up right between Amherst and uh, <laughs> Amherst Junction, <laughs> in that neighborhood of great little towns along the Tamal River. It's the home of the Rising Star Mill. Ready? Mm-hmm. Two, three, four. How about I give you some sound? That'd be better? Uh, one, two, three, four, now. Mm-hmm. 
It's late enough to call it red The morning moon is soft and pearly Driven all the back roads, baby To stand here in your yard So raise your head up off your Look down here from your upstairs window And if you raise the sash I'll bring you this song Cause way down deep In every wishing bell The tender voice can only tell If it can open Telling you now that I love you, I'm asking you now if you'll be my girl while up on the hill. The blade of the steeple cries open in the night to the light of the Not my business, but how you coming with forgiveness? No, it's not something that you merely decide. Cause way down deep, you never wishing well. The tender voice. in a swirl while up on the hill the blade of the steeple prize open the night to the light great to play with you guys again yeah 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 get you. great return you know you get you get these intense times where you work on these songs for the album and then you get to relax and then you come back and you get to play that song and, oh yeah feel so comfortable yeah. yeah 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 I'd like to do this song about my guitar yes if it's All cool right. with you guys this guitar is uh, a new one for me this year I just sold my old guitar which means that my new guitar is here to stay for a very long time. Because I'm not, you know, some musicians, they go in music stores and they're always, oh, I like that one, I like that one, and I like that one. And I don't, I, I've only had one guitar at a time, uh, except for that short period when I'm switching, which has been about three times in, in 30 years, I guess. And, uh, but this guitar came to me in a very special fashion. It was made by a, a man named Bruce Petros who lives just east of Appleton, Wisconsin. And Bruce came across this very special wood. And it's a great story, so I'm going to tell you a little bit of it as, as condensed as I can, and still hopefully leaving the best parts. He, got, he, he met a guy out west who had found this old-growth redwood because he happened to come across this railroad tunnel called Tunnel 13. That's way up in the Siskiyou Mountains between Oregon and California. 
And Tunnel 13 had had a fire in it in 2002. So those, all those 14 by 16 redwood timbers, old growth redwood, that were put in there in 1880, got taken out. Some of them were a little burnt, some of them were okay. And they got replaced with concrete pillars. So when those came out, this guy saw this pile and he knew this was an absolute gold mine for luthiers, right? The luthiers would be salivating all over this charred wood because they knew it's underneath the char. And uh, so rail, uh, Tunnel 13 was also the site of the last train robbery in the United States. 1923, Ray and Roy and Hugh D'Atremont, 22 and 22 and 18, knew that the trains, when they came up out of Ashland and went over this summit of this railway, would stop in Tunnel 13 and test their brakes and then they go down the other side into Northern California. Well, they watched the trains for a while and knew this was gonna happen. So they jumped this train. Now, they were young and they were dumb and they were greedy and they completely botched their attempt. You know, they blew up the mail car with a stick of dynamite and they didn't know anything about dynamite. They just stole a stick of dynamite from a local construction site and it blew the mail car to smithereens because it was over too large a charge. The tunnel fills up with smoke, everybody all panic. Well, they end up including the mail clerk, Elvin Doherty, who was blown up in the, with the dynamite. They ended up shooting the three other railroad employees and running down the mountain, and there was a seven-year manhunt, and they finally were returned to justice. And, but this long story, this all happened in Tunnel 13. And so Bruce wrote me this note, and he said, you know, I got this amazing redwood. It's got amazing stories about it already. All, most of these old-growth redwood trees are already 2,000 years old when they're put in there. So there's all this history, and um, all these trees saw this amazing stuff in this tunnel, and he says, so whoever would write that song about Tunnel 13 should get the first guitar of this limited edition number of guitars I'm going to build called Tunnel 13. That's exactly what I said <laughs> when I heard the news. I laughed and, and uh, called him and said, this isn't something we talk about on the internet. This is something that we talk about face to face. So the next morning I drove to his house and we had this conversation. And uh, sure enough, we were able to find the language to join a physical object like a guitar that you can touch and hold and then a nebulous object like a song that's not created yet and find some way of making that a real deal. So as I researched this song, I um, googled my way through the Siskiyou Mountains, and I googled through time back to 1923. And it, for those of you, you know, who do that as on, as a reg, on a regular basis, it's just amazing where you can go, how much you can learn. And uh, so I just kept putting all this information that I was learning in the hopper, and I learned that. Oh, you know, Marvin Singh, who was the fireman, the man who stoked the fire, he, uh, he was 21, and he was uh, headed down to, the next day he was going to be at home, he was going to go home to Northern California, and his wife had prepared a birthday party for him. And uh, he never showed for that. And uh, there are all these stories that got more and more involved with the families. And the stories about the perpetrators, the Diatremont boys, well, they were all over. But I just, those kind of faded for me. I, I knew enough about that. But I wanted to know about these towns and these people who, uh, who really, like the rest of us, if that happened in our town, uh, it's not really about some romantic notion about train robbery. It's about surviving that event. So uh, I wrote this song called The Siskiyou Line about Tunnel 13. And I played it at the, uh, for the first time at the Rapids show uh, for this live album and Bruce was sitting in the front row and after I finished the song I went over and shook his hand and he said, the guitar is yours. And for the next two songs I could not wipe the smile off my face, you know, <laughs> singing these very sad songs. <laughs> I, I thought it was something else, so I, I'm glad I didn't say anything. I don't know. Didn't, I didn't want to ask. And the guitar actually says Tunnel, tunnel 13. I did, hadn't noticed it before. It says Tunnel 13 on there. Yeah. It's a beautiful instrument. Tunnel 13 here, and then it says 1880 right here. Yeah. And, yeah. and it turned out that the... Uh, 
You know, every day I'd come home from carpentry work and Bruce would send me these pictures of what he'd done that day on the guitar. So I got to watch it go from uh, redwood um, blocks charred to cleaned off blocks to through the table saw flat pieces mm -hmm. to round it out for the top and blah, blah. You know, he just went through the whole process and sent me the pictures every day. And I, I couldn't wait to get home, get on the internet and look at these pictures. Um, and he sent me the picture when he, he you know, uh, printed, like he does on all his guitars, the number on the uh, end stock here. Um, and it, it, it was like something like 3213. It came out that way. He, was not, he, didn't, he didn't push the number into the guitar. There were a lot of great little 13s. And if you know the story, you also know that in this train there were 13 cars. It was called Train 13. I mean, that was the number of the actual train. Yeah. It was Tunnel 13. Um, if these guys, if the Diotramon boys had been numerologists, they would not have tried it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just see if I got this tuning right. And if you guys help me sing it, that would be great. Yeah. Must have shook those redwood timbers. I can hear my granddad say when it echoed down the valley on that clear October day. I was working as a candy dancer two miles down the grade from Tunnel. Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you lie. Scheduled stop on the Siski you Carry them down, yeah. Carry them down, carry them down, yeah. Tunnel 13. First time Granddad told that story. First I saw his tears 
it's a song worthy of that guitar. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, um, I am absolutely uh, in total admiration of Bruce Petros's both his uh, artistic flair on the guitar and his engineering sense of how to build something that's really easy to play. Mm -hmm. uh, it's my guitar <laughs> for a long time. It says a lot that you sold the callings. Uh, with that? It's, it says a lot that you sold your beautiful callings. I mean, it's just well, incredible guitar. Well, you know, to... there comes a time. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it passed on to a great musician here in Madison. So I'm, yeah. you know, I'm glad, uh, glad to hear that. Cool. On to another songwriter. And, you know, every single guitar has got more songs in it than you'll ever, ever mine out of there. So yeah. um, uh, just going for a little different depth of pool here. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we have time for maybe a couple quick ones. If you okay, want. okay. We're not quick either way. Let's play that 30-second version of the Inagata de Vida. <laughs> <laughs> With, so, so no drum solo then? No drum solo, oh, yeah, yeah. no. Just the intro, actually. Uh, let's see here, a couple quick ones. Um, Custer Bass? Sure. For those of you who've traveled through uh, central Wisconsin, Portage County in particular, Maybe you've been driving from Appleton over to Point. A lot of people, you know, don't realize that they are traveling on one of the highest highways in the United States in terms of elevation. You actually go over Custer Pass right there, which is uh, about, I think, 15,000 feet. It's scary, man. I, yeah. I, I close my eyes even when I'm driving through there. <laughs> even when you're driving? Yeah. 
Does that increase your odds? Well, I don't know. I don't know. And then Mary closes her eyes, and we're both just scared. And, you know. uh, and then we both just roll down the windows and scream. <laughs> if you guys get to YouTube that, I would love to watch it. <laughs> that would be great. I would be on the computer all night watching that over and over again. The, the, tunnel, the Custer Pass video. It's, I hope I have a flat pick on me. Tell me I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I keep one wedged in my teeth at all times because you never know. How many can you fit in your mouth at the same time? Well, I have a fairly, fairly wide ethnoth <laughs> or whatever they call it right there. You know? That's why you like the wider picks because they, right. they stay in. <laughs> yeah, two millimeter will fit right there. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of stories told about this very high pass, and uh, I won't go into them tonight because we're supposed to do two short songs. No. One, two, I- three, <laughs> four. That <laughs> was a little chest to see if the sound man was awake. <laughs> and he is, and he's looking at me like LJ. Dude, turn the guitar. One, two, three, Well, it's Donner if you're crossing the Sierra It's Mackenzie up in the Cascades It's Wolf Creek down in Colorado But if you really want to make rain In the mountains of central Wisconsin Towering over the plains You can rise on that river of highway Stand astride Great divide upon on Custer Pass Crystal Watch that switchback They call the devil's elbow Cause it's taking more than its share that, that one guardrail is all that's between you and 2,000 feet of air. Get taken care on that ribbon of highway. Towering over the plains. Take the turnout, mister, to the vista. Stand to strike the great divide upon the Mississippi flow Rolling on down to the Delta Now to the Gulf of Mexico To the east The flume and the fox run To the Great Lakes all emerald and blue When it all rolls over Niagara St. Lawrence bids you adieu For a million buck and a quarter you can see this and more from the skull So take the Mrs. Mister to the Vista Stand to strike the great divide upon Yeah, Stand to strike the great divide upon I'm still scared thinking about it. <laughs> Ooh, that was, I think it was 1947 when they pulled the, you know, the snow plows off and they closed the gates and the Paplinskis <laughs> were stopped, were, were left up there alone in their car. They happened to be parked right on the dividing line and they spent two nights there huddled in their car trying to keep warm, and uh, they ended up um, having a uh, child out of those two days <laughs> named Baron 
uh, Paplinski. And Barron uh, traveled his entire life. He never really recovered from that. And the, he, his theory was that he traveled so much because he was born in between. This was actually in the Stevens Point Journal. You might think that's a joke, but uh, <laughs> yeah. anyway. Right on top of Custer many tales, Pass? Many tales. Right on top of Custer Pass? Right on the divide. There was a line that was going through the parking lot, and they happened to park right there. (laughs) And it actually ran through the middle of their car also. Yeah. So. Well. (laughs) I believe you. I I do. I'd like to believe you. Do you you believe them? I do. As much as I ever do. Yeah. (laughs) You think we have time for one more short song? Let's do it. (laughs) Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do. Uh, let's see. I know. You're thinking. What were we gonna do? Um, I'm sorry. We're gonna just do this other one. Yeah. And I would love it if you played with me. We're the title song of this last album. Oh yeah. And I'm gonna do this uh, in memorial to my father. Yeah. Who. Uh, uh, First week of January, uh, down in Austin, Texas, died. And I was able, luckily enough, to be down there with him at that period with my brothers and the whole family. And uh, we had a wonderful wake for him. And um, dad inspired me more than anybody else to, to play and enjoy music and to uh, and be creative and to uh, and enjoy stories. So uh, we'll do this one for my dad, Ron Booth. It's called The Road That Leads Me Home. In the morning when I meet you And your first light comes rolling From your medicine sun My windowsill is glowing And I feel the wind come through me My heart begins to flutter Whatever I was thinking It melts away like butter Before I throw the covers Swing my feet out toward the floor I will linger for a moment and say thanks for one day more. And as I listen to the rhythm of that steady metronome, I will say a little prayer for the road that leads me home. the Kalka and he talks of milk and honey and offers you to stay don't forget your shore horizon for there's nothing in his offer that each of us don't carry every step of every day there are many who are selling the sacred we forgive offering salvation as they stand on your front step but the gift is in the knowing that we never walk alone. I've no patience for false prophets on the road that leads me their trials and tribulations where they tried to rise above all the patience and the courage 
Where they pass the torch of love Though the wheels of blind ambition Have their sparkle and their shine The fruit of all your labor Will not wither on the vine Oh, through the miles we travel How will not go alone For I take your loving with me Down the road that leads me Mr. L.J. Booth. Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks for playing. That was great fun. You can go to ljbooth.com to find out more about L.J. and what he's been up to and where he's going, what he's doing, and the new recording. Been, why he's going there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the road that leads me home, the, the new CD. Thank you for coming tonight to Matos Live. Here every Tuesday night at the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue in Madison, Wisconsin. And you can also hear these podcasts on madtoastlive.com and in the podcast directory of iTunes. And uh, every Friday night, if you're in the Madison area, here on WRT 89.9 FM and WRT... WRT HD. <laughs> That's right. And uh, special thanks to Mr. Andy LaValle from Bear Sound for doing our front of house sound. And he's our podcast engineer. Our assistant engineer, Mr. Andrew Eggert. And uh, thanks to the Brink Lounge and WRT. And thank you all for coming tonight and for listening. See you on the pewter.